Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Episode 175 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Bill. What up? <laughs> oh my god, is it his house? Is it really 175? Yeah, that's just for these type of shows. You know, we have the other ones, the commentaries and super unknowns, if you will, the Star Treks, the specials. So yeah, we're almost to 300, I think. Maybe more. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. To th- it's crazy to think that the first one I did with you guys was one thirty, right? Wow. It seems like a very long time ago, for sure. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but I'm like, holy shit! That's and that's just going every other week too. You know, episodes. it's not every episode yeah. or not every right. week. Time flies, man. Time flies, but yeah. It sure does. Yep. Six years old, man. We're still we're getting to kindergarten as a podcast. There you go. I know. <laughs> Lincoln, well, Lincoln we'll, logs. We'll eventually, all get back into the same room and oh yeah, and joking around, laughing around. We're yeah. gonna catch up, and it's gonna be glorious. Today, this recording, it's September first. Shang Chi is coming out this Friday. I'm excited. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know much about the backstory of it. But oh, I don't either. <laughs> hey, let's let's fucking go. It's it's uh, MCU. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, I mean, it's the Ten Rings. We were teased this way back in Iron Man 1, back in 2008. And we had the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. You could say, not really. Probably, most likely, not really. Because they have the Mandarin in this new film. And he's a lot different looking. Ben Kingsley will be in it. So there, there is a lot of Iron Man 3 connection there. So I'm really excited, and I'm excited to see this these magical rings do their thing. And it looks great. I, To be honest, I was not looking forward to it. Felt lackluster. The trailers got better for it. And then there's all this huge buzz now from people I follow. It's not just, you know, critics out there getting paid under the table, if you will, or what whatnot. Uh, these people are, like, you know, genuine with their criticisms and... They gave this movie high praise, and so right when I did that, I got super excited because I was like, okay, totally wrong about this, I I think, and uh, I'm willing to go see it now. I think I'm going to wait on this one. Um, I don't know. I I think it has the potential of being like really, really good, but I, Mm. I almost feel like either they're holding back in the preview trailers or it's just like this isn't my style or mm-hmm. the type of genre of, of film that I uh, would typically go see. So I, I have zero expectations. Yeah. So I guess when I see it, it can go nowhere but up. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because the critics I follow actually said that, that the trailer doesn't show you a lot of the film. So you're going to get so yeah. much more than what the trailer says. So it's... In a way, that's what we, I think, like a lot of us, you know. Uh, we don't like the whole movie to be given away in trailers, but it's a risk. It's not going to Disney Plus this time, so it should have a fair run at the box office. Uh, you know, call it fair. It's during COVID still, so I don't really, yeah. you know, these these bombs, I don't really count because it's not really accurate, you know. A lot of people were like... You know, Suicide Squad, oh, that was that tanked, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, the times we live in, and also you can get that movie on HBO Plus for free. Obviously, that's going to hurt the box office. I thought it was good. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I still haven't seen the theater, but I saw it twice, and uh, I was bummed out. A lot of these people were just jumping on its back, probably because it was a DC film as well. But yeah, we'll see what Shang-Chi does. I don't know much about the characters either. Just the Ten Rings thing. I've always been intrigued with that introduction in Iron Man. I was kind of bummed when it went, you know, south in Iron Man 3. Even though that was a funny twist, still, if I was a huge fan, I would have been pissed at the time. And Marvel did uh, eventually do that one shot, which was on Thor the Dark World's disc, I believe. And so he basically gets broken out of prison because the real 
Mandarin wants to wants him to answer for what he for his betrayal, I guess, of him. So I'm really excited. I, I think that's going to be really. I think that'll make Iron Man three better. Iron Man three is a weird film to me. Like it's enjoyable, but it doesn't feel like it belongs in the Marvel verse. And it's the tone is pretty damn dark in it for a Disney film. You know, it's kind of shocking. Although it was through Paramount at the time, I believe. I thought it was decent. It, mm-hmm. it definitely had a different undertone to it, and it felt longer, mm-hmm. um, longer and and more drawn out. So it didn't have that um, typical fun feel like that. That kind of Saturday morning show that you mm-hmm. know. Oh God, this is on. Okay, I don't need to find anything else. Um, yeah. And you know there were there were parts where I was kind of like, oh man, this is gonna drag. And it did. <laughs> You know, where he flies his Iron Man suit and then he meets up with a little kid. That kind of thing was just not really needed. I don't know. They never, Iron Man never truly touched on his his darkest times, I think. They mm-hmm. they kind of briefly um, glanced over him. I kind of like how they, uh, in the third one, though, they, they added the guy that was the, the heart doctor or whatever um, back in as, like, meeting him prior to all the incidences. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh but yeah, Yensel it, was it Yensel? Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. That was that was a cool nod. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. It wasn't bad. It just yeah, didn't really I, fall in line with the other two. I missed Favreau's direction. It, it didn't hook me mm-hmm. right away like the other two Iron Man films did. It's but kind of like, a weird feeling. <laughs> I think from like the point where he goes to Home Depot on, mm-hmm. it's an it, it seems like an Iron Man movie. Everything leading up to that is just kind of like. A Tony Stark movie. It took a while to get off the ground, but then it's like, oh, he doesn't have a suit, but he's going to go build mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah, that's that's freaking awesome. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean that was that was um, what I loved about the first one. When I found out they were going to have the Mandarin in the third one, I was like, that's cool. Like the Mandarin's the Emperor Palpatine of Iron Man, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the fact that they like just kind of neutered him, <laughs> and it like kind of took me out of the movie a little bit but it's not my favorite one but it's not incredible hulk by any means oh sure oh, sure true. you hulk mean you mean hulk or incredible hulk incredible hulk okay see i, I like incredible hulk it feels like a much lower budget and it's one of the first films i yeah. think i think it was better than the hulk i think it got us i think we needed that film to get to the ruffalo hulk obviously it did yeah. help build the world a little bit and it was kind of a treat uh, yeah, to have that at the same time Iron Man came out. I'm kind of upset that that's like the redheaded stepchild of the MCU. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I always kind of wanted a really good Hulk movie, but I mean, we've gotten kind of like mediocre and then just yeah. meh. Well, I, I did appreciate it really trying to um, pay homage to uh, the Bill Bixby ep- uh, show. And they had the music in there. I, I like that. Edward Norton's casting was probably not great he got really yeah. into it and uh that's why he wasn't in avengers he was just i guess hard to work with i mean i get it he really gets into his you know acting and stuff and his decisions and when marvel's like well we got to do it this way you know this is how we do it he's got a pretty good history of kind of clashing with yeah people behind the scene yeah and that's like but, joaquin phoenix I mean, too i never saw him being dr strange i never saw him signing up for a multi-picture deal and just plain ball, yeah. you know, he's going to do his own thing. Yeah, he's very much a method Which actor. Which in a way, so I didn't see him doing a franchise. Mm-hmm. No, I never I never thought that was going to happen. I had no faith in it. I was like, yeah, it might be cool, but that's something, that's like a, you know, like he did with Joker. That would be something to do with Doctor Strange, like a one-off possibly. That's really dark and gets into it. Like that would be his setting for that it wouldn't be and benjamin cumberbatch is great as dr strange but it's you know it's played to uh, a big audience right and uh joaquin i don't think would do that you know he would really he'd really make it dark i think and uh probably really scary too uh what if you know that's currently on disney plus we've had a lot of marvel properties thrown our way this year mostly disney plus shows what if Chadwick Boseman did his final 
performance for Marvel, you can say. Ooh. And uh, yeah. he was the, I guess, alternate universe Star Lord. It was really cool to see his his dialogue. I had I had some criticisms of the show, the episode, I guess you could say, but his performance was great. It was basically like a full house episode of the Marvel Universe. Everyone got along. It was because of him. You know, it was a little too <laughs> perfect. But it was great to hear him again. Unfortunately, he's not Black Panther. He's Star-Lord. But yeah, Bill, what do you think of this send-off? I thought it was a great way to, to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Sure. The second episode uh, with him being in it, I think it was kind of, like you said, a little too fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was a little too, like, you know, kid playing with her toys kind of thing. Like, oh, Thanos is my friend now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was a little too shoehorned in, but at the same time, it worked for me. Like, It's it, still uh, dark, though. Like, oh, I don't want to... Let's just say uh, he might have stopped the, you know, taking half the population away, but it still didn't change how how bad of a father he was you could say i mean it pretty much was like probably a a drunk dad who just woke up i guess type of thing but there was still damage that was done i'll just say that i don't want to give too much away so and so still had a a replacement part if you will i don't want to give much away but uh yeah that was kind of a that was it was it was awesome to have thanos on their side just because how powerful he is and how you you fear him so yeah it was interesting it was very far-fetched i thought Hey, it's okay for him to uh, play a character like that for his last time. The animation, I think it gets better and better each episode. It's a different type of animation. I can't really describe it. It's kind of like a modern filmation in a way, you know? I don't know if that makes any sense. It it reminds me of old school Disney. Like the the protagonists are all, you know, rosy cheeks and Mm. smiles and the bad guys have like you know dark circles under their eyes and they look you know like zombies pretty much like kind of give them that Mm -hmm. like evil really evil look right at least with the the most recent episode i don't know if you've seen it yet but um oh that's right it's wednesday i forgot (laughs) forgot another episode came out (laughs) that's the uh that's the i won't say much about it but that's um kind of the feeling i get sure it's like you can it reminds me of really old school Disney, like mm-hmm. Cinderella era Disney. Right, right. A little acid trip there, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, I mean, I think it is cool that they that they brought back for the most part the the same actors from the films, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really take you out of it too much. Even sure. the ones that aren't the original actors still sound enough like the original actors to not take it completely out of it yeah it is it is odd but i i understand why they don't have everyone back because of contracts and so on like you know robert downey jr's done with marvel his contract's done so they'd have to make a a new one for him to do the what if and dave dave batista doesn't voice tracks so yeah that's kind of like oh, really yeah, yeah. but it, it spoiler it wasn't like a huge part you know um so blink and yeah, you miss some kind of so yeah, I, I get how they do that. And Black Widow was obviously not Scarlett Johansson, especially now because she's suing them. Yeah. Yeah, that worries me. Well, I hope they settle with her because I think they really screwed yeah. her out of the box office uh, receipts. Because yeah, Disney Plus, you could just pay thirty bucks, I think, and watch it for however long you wanted to. <laughs> See what happens with the streaming crap. I don't know. I, I just hope the theaters stay open, and I think that's the best way to, for them to make their money back right now. Moving into off the cuff, this is just basically browsing the Facebook page without much research, kind of headline reading. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4, moving forward with Netflix. Hope it turns out better than Coming to America. So, <laughs> I don't know if any of you saw that. Yikes. I, it can only be better. That's kind of the way I look at it. It was, can only be better than such a letdown. Oh, such a letdown, especially when... Eddie Murphy was like, you know, he was on fire again. and But yeah, they took years to write this script. I'm just like, man, this is really not great. And the jokes are just, they're just throwing characters in there that it don't doesn't make any sense why they're there, you know, versus the first one. Yeah, I hope, hopefully they write this one better. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop 3 wasn't the best, so it'll probably be an improvement. I was in sixth grade when 3 came out. 
<laughs> so it's, oh, no it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually saw that in the theater and I, I thought it was, I thought it was good at the time, but I was a kid and then I watched the first one again and the second one. I was like, Oh boy. Nope. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rocketeer is getting a sequel with Disney plus again, very early stages. Another Rocketeer. I, I'm excited for that. That's even older than Beverly Hills Cop 3. That was early 90s. I think 91, maybe. Oh, wow. I love that yeah. film. I, I didn't see it in the theater when it came out, but I, I was obsessed with the look of Rocketeer. I thought that was... That's a franchise that I thought would have taken off more, you know, with a cartoon, like a like an animated series cartoon, if you will, or or another okay. film. No, I agree. I I, I... I thought it was going to take off, but it never did. I think it has like a very, uh, I was kind of like looking back on it compared to Captain America meets Dick Tracy. Yeah. Like the, the villains are very like over the top, like, you know, ripped mm-hmm. right out of a comic book kind of thing. I mean, it has a very, has a very like pulp feel to it. Yes, um, it does. But yeah, that was, that was always one of my favorite movies and I'm, I'm glad to see that it's kind of getting a resurgence. Yeah. I know they had a cartoon of like, I don't know if it was a descendant of his, but it was like a little girl who got the suit, got a newer version of the suit or something. Not yeah. sure. I'm not sure whatever happened to that. It The animation looked cool. I just have no idea if that's even out there or I think it is possibly on Disney plus. There's so much stuff out there though. It easily gets buried. It'll be interesting what kind of look they decide to do for the new film. If it's, you know, going to be a period piece, if it's going to take place, you know, soon after the first one or now, I'm excited. That's It's about damn time. I mean, that that's a character that should have definitely expanded. We're going to get another Expendables movie, guys. Are you ready? Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> Yay. I, I don't know. It's good, dumb fun, you know. Do we need another... I mean, we never really needed an Expendables franchise, but yeah, it, it it is, you know, you don't go into it seeing the cast and being like, "Wow, they're gonna get an Oscar for this." No, I know. I think I think a lot of us are so snobby now when it comes to like really good films, and it's like, "Ah, oh, man, this should have lit up the world on fire." It's like, well, it had freaking these guys in it. Not to say they they're not capable of that, but it was just supposed to be a throwback to dumb eighty action movie, you know. And it was. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought I enjoy those films. I own them. Um, the first one might be the best still. It's really strange. Mickey Rourke didn't come back his character, but I think he did the first one out of a favor to Stallone. So yeah, I think so. Where do you guys rank the films at? Like the the number of the franchise already is kind of how I go with it. Okay. Yep. Yep. One was good. Two was okay. Three was yeah. Wasn't Four. two with Van Damme? Yeah. Villan. Yeah. Okay. His name was Villan. Oh, that's right. Villan. You know, you got to wonder at what point is uh, Sylvester Stallone giving up? Well, I don't think now he wrote the. I don't know if he wrote the second one. I think he wrote the first one. Man, he worked his ass yeah. off in that first one. There's an awesome documentary with the first one. He was like, practically like, the doctor's like, you got to stop. You're. Because he hurt his foot or something. And they're just like, you need surgery now. He was like, no, we got to finish the film because he didn't want to shut production down. Yeah, he's like hopping along in the the ending of that film. If you look closely, he's kind of hopping along because he's he's really hurt. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that first one, that's for sure. But yeah, the the second one was good. It was they were more um, oh, formulaic, I think. The first one kind of it was trying to do something different i think and then they kind of just settled with what was popular choice wise but hey i still enjoy them they're good like i said they're good dumb fun i'm for a fourth yeah. one you know stallone's in his 70s so might as well get it out of the way before you're 80 <laughs> i don't know how oh, much longer you can go on but he did a great king shark of course he wasn't physical he was the voice that was perfect that's great so far tim and jason statham who are coming back and I think the rest will be new new people. Kind of like the third one was. Why they did that, I'm not sure. I don't know. But yeah, Harrison Ford was in the third one. He replaced Bruce Willis because Bruce Willis was a oh, diva. Right. He wanted to get paid a lot for very little. Go figure. 
That's why he's probably yeah. in a lot of those direct-to-videos or DVDs you can get a nice coaster set of. Cobra Kai Season 5 has been greenlit. Very exciting there. It was just a joy for this show to get discovered during the pandemic because it was already on. I already knew about it, and not everyone had YouTube Premium, so it was awesome that Netflix picked it up, and that was where they wanted to go from the start, but you know they kind of had to prove themselves, I guess, and... I think YouTube canceled them, actually. So, yeah, Netflix picked them up. Yeah, last season was solid. I was really excited. Mm-hmm. Season three and then season four, I think, is coming any time now. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think this is great. I just hope they don't overstay their welcome. If it starts getting kind of ridiculous, that's that's time to go. You can, And with yeah. this latest season, they got uh, Terry Silva from Karate Kid 3, which is a terrible film, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Props to trying to make it, uh, make him likable. Not likable, but uh, kind of, I'm sure they'll enhance the character so it's not so terrible like it was in 3. It was just so idiotic for these men who are, what, in their late 30s to be just wanting to seek revenge on this high school student, you know, for winning a karate tournament. It was just so dumb. It was so silly. And, yeah, he had it terrible over-the-top laugh we'll see what happens i'm sure they'll just make them they'll make them more um standable i guess <laughs> but yeah that's that's awesome very excited about that uh cowboy bebop fans they have released some images of the new show or film i'm sorry uh i believe this is a netflix film i could be wrong um not too familiar with cowboy bebop any of you guys no not, not at all should know, but I don't. I mean, I've seen the cartoon. I've seen images of the cartoon. Pictures look great. It's uh, it's weird to see John Cho as the main dude. You know, the dude from American Pie, Harold and Kumar. What Netflix has done with anime properties has been pretty cool. Like turning them to live action films. They they've done pretty good, a pretty good job with it. I mean, it's it's nowhere near as bad as Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, <laughs> Well, is yeah. there anything though? I, I think the only, uh, I think the only film that I've ever seen that's been worse than that one was Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, that one's terrible. Oh, that's a good movie. What are you talking about? Are you serious, Mitch? Oh my. God. Oh yes. Oh. Okay. Petition, petition to get Mitch removed from. No. <laughs> totally. You remember totally when he was like, you remember how many times Rip Torn like lost his lines in the movie and they just kept it in anyway. Yeah. Oh, jeez. They must have paid him well. (laughs) Oh, God. Riptorn line. There's so many quotable lines in there. What are you doing? (laughs) Go get that manager. No, I mean, go get that manager to the hospital. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. I love sausages. I love sausages. Um, (laughs) Would you like some sausage? Boy, that that, fil- that film had a coke budget, didn't it? Oh yeah, and then you know you remember uh, it actually had Shaq in it at the very end. Yeah, and, it did. had who? And then do you remember Shaq? What? Because at the end, Tom Green goes, "Mom, and you're you're gonna marry a famous basketball player. And you're gonna be rich, and the world's gonna love you, and all that stuff." At the very end, he turns over and there's Shaq, <laughs> and. Uh, and then Shaq's all mad because uh, she won't play with his nipple rings that he got. Oh, my um, God, Jesus. <laughs> well, he was in steel, so yes. not shocking, I guess. Oh, my God. Mike Fitzgibbon's son is a nuclear physicist, and my son could eat a chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Maybe that's going to be a commentary someday. Who knows? By us. Oh, it should be. It should be. <laughs> See? I'm the favorite son, Freddy. I got the... Oh, what was it? The Sebring. Do you have a Sebring <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, speaking of anticipation, uh, Captain America 4, guys, um, that's getting made yeah. with uh, Anthony Mackie. Um, pretty exciting. Um, does it bother you that they didn't really explain what happened to Steve? I mean, I know 
in a way what happened but did he actually die mm-hmm. or i mean did they drown him after that scene on the bench i mean what happened i think he was a krill or a crawl the old steve I 100% believe that he was, and the reason is is that the Kroll have been showing up a lot lately. Remember in uh, Far From Home when you thought you saw Samuel Jackson, but he wasn't actually Samuel Jackson, it was just a Kroll? Yeah. I should have known it when he didn't drop the EMF bomb. Yep. Well, uh, that wasn't the plan. Anyway. That was changed in post. Did you know that? No. Uh, and I thought it was weird because when he and Marina Hill were alone... They still talk to each other like they were those people, you know? So it mm-hmm. actually was legit them, their characters. And then Marvel decided, I think Captain Marvel came out that they should uh, put the, the Krill in at the at the end. So that's what they did. They In post, they changed it entirely. So, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I really like that decision or not. Um, old Steve, that would be interesting. I don't know. Well, I hope they bring Evans that. back and just and explore it, or at least explore him going back. Maybe would have been really cool to yeah. see him in different time periods or something like that. That's interesting. I don't know because yeah, they just keep saying Steve's gone. And it's like, well, you guys just probably walked away from him on the bench. You know, he's probably he's probably around somewhere. You know, at a I don't know an A and W or something, having a milkshake. I don't know. As an old man, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. That's what I want to see. 90-year-old Captain America. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like yeah. Clint, It'd be like Clint Eastwood, you know, geared up. Exactly. So, yeah, that'll be exciting to see what happens there. Uh, recommendations. I checked out the Bob Ross documentary on Netflix. Uh, it's called Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. I really liked it. It was really good. I didn't know much of the man other than the popular side. And, you know, we'd always... Uh, Make fun of him a little bit just for his, you know, he's so happy all the time. But a lot of behind the scenes, like, he is genuinely a great guy. He was. And, yeah, his son's in the documentary. It's just basically the people who run Bob Ross Inc. now. They're the ones that really screwed him and his family out of lots of money. Basically, really hurt the art community because they, want, they wanted all of the control, basically. So it's a really interesting film. You get to see a lot more of um, like pictures of Bob Ross, you know, uh, younger and he, like he was in the Air Force, I believe. Really cool things uh, to know about the man. It takes a turn and it's pretty sad, but there is there is hope at the end of it. So definitely check that out. That just came out maybe two weeks ago, I think. Um, really good, worth watching. I also saw The Ripper on Netflix. I think this came out this year. I'm a little bit behind on my shows, but this was the um, 1970s resurgence of a Jack the Ripper type of killer in Yorkshire, England. And he was active from 1975 to 1980. A really, really good uh, series. I just knew of Jack the Ripper, which um, a lot of theories out there of who Jack the Ripper was. Uh, They never caught him. Yeah. Um, Jackie Chan, I think, fought him in Shanghai Nights. So, and that's historically accurate, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's what I checked out. Recommend. What about you guys? Anything you can think of? I'd really recommend What If. I guess that's cool. Kind of my on my recommendations. I don't watch a lot of. I guess I've been kind of busy with the channel and everything like that, so I haven't watched sure. a lot of newer uh, series and stuff like that, but. That's awesome. How about you, Mitch? Anything? I would say if you haven't seen Loki, see it. It's uh, well worth it. All uh, all the episodes are out now. Uh, you can rewatch it at your heart's content. Not to say that uh, the what if isn't anything of uh, of of just as equal awesome mm-hmm. proportion, but I did get to see, and I know you guys have probably already talked about it, uh, the Black Widow finally. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I thought that was uh, pretty good. Yeah. I really hope that Natasha's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, gets some sort of an, an entry into the MCU. I, I think that yeah. there's a lot of value to her character, and I love the fierceness. Yes. Um, yeah. She's which, which I thought uh, she could do. Yeah, um, she's a great actress. It was nice to have Rachel. So we'll see. Yeah, I thought it was a it was a good movie. Um, I I felt really bad because I felt like 
that movie had potential had they had it in the middle of a Marvel series to have a secondary uh, Black Widow movie. But then, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 is it okay to give spoilers? I'm sure everybody that's wanted to see it by now has seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler yeah. warning yeah. to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, really, um, you know, it's it really finalized and put the uh, the dots on the I and crossed the T mm. um, when they flashed forward. And, and I was just like, oh, well, they truly, truly are done now. So, yeah, that uh, that one kind of stung because I thought there was some real potential with the family. And you kind of got, oh, well, they may meet up again somehow or, you know, mm. and you kind of got this feeling like they were just trying to wrap up the third phase and and do a. uh Hey, thanks for being in the Marvel universe. Kind right. Of thing, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's basically the new Black Widow. I'm not sure what they're going to do with her, but Julia Leah Dreyfus, she's playing a um, character that is rounding up a secondary Avengers team, if you will. Um, you know, you got your U.S. agent, and uh, yeah, so you'll have this Black Widow on it. I'm assuming that's what's happening. Um, there was, I guess, an alternate scene where she whistles at the end and then the whistle comes back. So I don't know mm-hmm. if they were going to, I, someone had a theory that when Captain America, and maybe we discussed this on here, I'm not sure, but when he returned the soul stone, you know, it was a soul for a soul. And so he requested she be brought back. I'm not sure if they're going to play around with that or not. Again, that's a fan theory and fans are really good at theories they're even so good that it's better than what we get usually so um yeah yeah, we'll see we'll see i I liked it but yeah it was um yeah i don't know it it, yeah they should have made it years ago sadly and it's just uh kind of too little too late i know we talked about this on our review of Mm -hmm. a few episodes back but this was originally supposed to come out before uh falcon and the winter soldier yes Yep. So this was technically supposed to be the first uh, first appearance of Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, right? And then, oh, yeah. So it, it kind of, I mean, you have to kind of take that as it is. You know, I mean, you can't really mm-hmm. well, go I, back and I, do it with the pandemic and everything. I prefer but, her um, in in the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier appearance first because that that definitely <laughs> is a better introduction. I did too. Yeah. I think it made a little more sense. It was a little more fleshed out. Right, right. And, you to know... actually get her name so you can, like, go and research yes. who the character is. Exactly. And I'm not sure if they changed that. Like, the original ending would have been something different. Or the dialogue was different. Who knows? Um, but it does make sense that maybe they decided to, like, reshoot that possibly after Falcon. Because that was going to be her first introduction which makes more sense, but otherwise, yeah, that wouldn't, have, I don't think that would have been a great introduction. Cause you would have been like, okay, why, why is she in this film and who the hell is she and what's going on? Like, I don't understand. So yeah, it makes more sense after seeing the show, of course, getting into main news here. Uh, CinemaCon, CinemaCon, uh, CinemaCon, CinemaCon was held. Um, I think it was, uh, last week or so. Uh, had a lot of, um, this is a con I'd love to go to, man. They, they previewed a lot of stuff, including, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. They actually screened the entire film and it got high praise. Yeah. Yeah. Got high praise so far. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, that film's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited. Oh, and, um, side note, I finally found the state puff marshmallows. (laughs) So I bought like four of them. Nice. Yeah. It was like uh, Grimes Walmart. <laughs> That's where I found them. They don't taste any different, everybody. Yeah, I got... So they're not shaped funny or anything like that. It's just packaging. <laughs> I got all excited because I saw that they have a cereal yeah. for Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I was like, does that mean that after Cooler's back, so I went running over to the juice aisle and <laughs> ripping Heisey off the I... shelf? Where is it? <laughs> I was hoping. But uh, I, I hope we'll we get it. I think we, I think I, I have faith that we'll get it the month that the film comes out. And that's when I'm we sure splurge. We that's when we get a forklift and get the pallet and uh, take it home. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll just, p- all pitch in. We'll just Fast and Furious style 
you know, take over the IV, yeah. uh, yes. shipping trucks and be selling them on eBay. Family. 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 And yeah, they also previewed like what you could get. I think it's an AMC exclusive because that's what this uh, cons for. It's for like, you know, theater owners, you know, critics, um, vendors, all that stuff. There's going to be this AMC exclusive. This thing will probably get sold out quickly. But you know how they have the um, popcorn bucket special ones that are made. Like, for instance, I've got a Spider-Man head. That's a popcorn bucket. They're going to have an Ecto-1 popcorn bucket. And it opens from the top. Yeah. That thing is going to sell like hotcakes. I have a feeling. So I don't even know if I'll get my hands on, on one. Don't usually like to go to AMC, but... I totally go there just to buy that damn thing. But again, what the hell am I going to do with it? I don't know. But <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. So hopefully they've anticipated a lot of uh, people wanting that because um, I'm sure a lot of kids would love to have that and older kids like us. So that was cool to see. I was like, oh, boy. The minute I saw that, I'm like, oof. That's going to be uh, sold out, I'm sure. Matrix revealed its new title, Matrix 4. Um, that's not the title. The title is Resurrections. Big stretch there. There's footage that was shown. It's so weird Neil Patrick Harris is in this film. I don't know. I mean, I like the guy. I think he's a good actor. I just don't see him in this world, you know, um, unless he's playing like a totally different character, like maybe the key maker in the Matrix films or the first or the second, yeah. I'm sorry, second Matrix film. Once the trailer comes out, I'll change my mind. I'm not excited about this film. I don't know how you guys feel. I think the first Matrix was the best, and it should have just stopped. Animatrix is was good as well. But, yeah, are you guys guys excited about another Matrix? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah? I think I'm more excited for this one than I was the previous two sequels. Okay, yeah, because it's been um, some time to develop it better, probably. Well, yeah, and not only that, but because I think Keanu Reeves has grown so much as an actor since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, with John Wick and, you know, something like that. I think uh, I think it's going to be fun. Sure. Um, you know, I'll see it, of course, because I'm a huge Matrix fan. I could have, I probably could have uh, done without the the two and three. Yeah. Uh, it just out, seemed but... to be uh, effects driven more, those films. And they had some cool ideas, but it just felt kind of like. Well. It was early drafts, yeah, think, you know. And I think with this one, they're going to go back to more practical effects. Cool. As opposed to, you know, having video game characters fight each other. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Um, I mean, that's that's what I loved about the first one is it was yeah. like, so it did so many things that hadn't been done in cinema before. Right. And you understood and the world at the end. You understood the whole thing. And the other ones, I just was like, what? <laughs> I kind of understood it, but not, not like the first uh, one. Yeah, and uh, I think what, I mean, the third one, I was just kind of like, okay, meh. I didn't really care too much about it. The second one, the only thing that took me out of it was the whole architect thing. Yeah. Oh my god, it that's. Just, it, it was just like somebody just slammed on the brakes for the movie, and it was like, yeah. Wait, what? What are we doing? Yep. Uh, that was yeah, and then the idea that this is this uh saga has happened already with multiple neos i was just like what killing my uh yeah. kill my vibe here man like what the hell bummer yeah. well it definitely was a twist that's for sure I oh mean, yeah to think to think that they did create the perfect see uh you know mm-hmm. and it didn't work show. yeah it, it did but the problem is is that after so much time there's bits of data that corrupt. I mean, not to get too uh, deep into the the whole thing, but if you think about a brand new computer, right? Mm. Starts out, works, pops open. I mean, just running so slick, right? But right. then after time, little things start to happen, like maybe your screen won't turn on after being in sleep mode or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, so you have these little bits of data or programming or something that goes wrong. Right. Well, what what the architect did was instead of allowing those things to corrupt the entire world, he created uh, a person to be the vessel for all these issues uh, mm-hmm. to form. Yeah. But what he didn't plan on was that these issues would then be enough to bring the downfall mm-hmm. and ultimate 
have you tried turning off your device and turning it back on restart mm-hmm. um so if you look at it that way and basically the smiths were an antivirus uh program software trying to find the bug that didn't exist uh because it it was a program that was slowly degrading based on its fact that it it was uh pseudo perfect right that's that's a lot of that's a lot of deepness to go damn mitch did his research guys yeah (laughs) well no i mean no it it sounds really yeah it sounds legit um would have been a bummer if the ending was just someone unplugging their computer and thrown in the trash and that was it i will defeat you he like trips over it and spills yeah. his cereal like oh well this is a piece of junk anyway and you just hear the, yeah. you just hear the garbage truck crushing it to death yeah <laughs> the end the wachowskis yeah yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm sure after the new footage is revealed, I'll be more excited. I'm just, I don't know where the hell they can go with it, you know? That's just the thing. No Time to Die, they showed the first 10 minutes. That's coming out August, or I'm sorry, October 8th. I'm really excited about that. They just released a new trailer for it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Bond, man. It's been a while. This film's been completed for some time, so I'm pumped. Are you guys um, going to go see Bond? Are you a big Bond fan? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, looks good, I man. Think, uh, I think this one deserves to be seen in the theaters. Oh, for yes. sure. Yeah. Number one, because it's a Bond film. Bond mm-hmm. films are always better than the theaters, anyway. Yeah. Um, number two, because it's going to be Daniel Craig's last go at the character. And number mm-hmm. three, just because it's been so freaking long since this movie was announced that we're just like, yeah. I yeah. think we need to give it all the all the, you know accolades that it can sure deserve. yeah i think it's um, going to be very successful so, yeah. yeah i mean i think it's that's great i think it's probably one of those rare ones i'm probably going to go see an imax yeah Ooh. there you go i'll be there man i'm gonna go see an imax for sure just learned this before we recorded today um also at the CinemaCon, they showed uh top gun maverick first 10 15 minutes and a mission impossible 7 stunt those films have now been delayed until 2022 that just came in right before we started recording. So um, looking forward to Top Gun Maverick and, of course, Mission Impossible 7. Uh, hard to believe uh, they're still going with those, but they they just got better, man. They got really good. I mean, they always I liked them all except for two and three. Those are my like low-key ones, but the rest are pretty damn solid. And uh, Top Gun Maverick, that looks great, man. The footage for that looks excellent. That's an IMAX film to see for sure and val kilmer will oh, be definitely. back in it so i'm anxious to see how they they tackle that well i guess until 2022 we'll we'll see it i'll uh, i'll get my tickets <laughs> moving into trailers uh spider-man no way home what did you guys think this actually debuted at CinemaCon itself and um the you know leaks went out there of course and then the trailer did drop i'm very excited to see this I mean, I've been excited to see it, but holy crap. Uh, I think what really solidified it for me was actually seeing Alfred Molina in the flesh. Like, mm-hmm. hello, Peter. Like, yes. That was, oh, my God. Hasn't aged a day, man. He looks the same. They probably did some work on it, I guess. But, man, he looks I'm, pretty identical. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they de-aged him a little bit. Yeah. And then seeing the pumpkin bomb roll across the highway, that, like the old school... Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. And you heard the laugh, Goblin. right? Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, so I think what they're going for with this is to set up kind of a multiverse uh, Sinister Six. That's cool. Um, because there is, there's a little bit, like if you uh, if you look at like some of the analytics mm-hmm. that people have done on it, or the analyzing of the trailer, sure. like breaking it down scene by scene kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you can spot Sandman and Electro in it. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so far we have five villains in it that are pretty much confirmed. The Lizard makes an appearance in it. Oh, shit, really? Briefly. Wow. It's like his his claw, basically, that that gets shown. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be the amazing 
Spider-Man lizard. Right. It's going to be a totally different one or, or what it's going to be. But I can kind of see, I don't know. I, I can see, um, I know Michael Keaton hasn't been confirmed for this movie, but I can maybe see him taking over, you know, as Vulture and being like, Hey, I know who this guy is. Let's go get him. There's a lot to unpack with it. And, uh, mm-hmm. I honestly, when you see him look at the Halloween decorations and then go to doc, go to see Dr. Strange, like the, to me, the Halloween decoration looked like the Hobgoblin. Oh, okay. Okay. Which Ned becomes in the comics. Oh, shit. And he's... So, I, I don't know, granted, you know, how much of a... How much they're going to show his character in the film, but the guy who plays Ned in the, mm. in the Marvel Spider-Man movies, he got over last year, like with the pandemic and everything... He got absolutely jacked, so he's no longer like the little short, fat, funny guy. Yeah, like he's buffed out. He's lost a lot of weight, so I can see. Wow, maybe playing Hobgoblin in the movie. That's cool. That's cool. What what about you, Mitch? What'd you think of the trailer? I am excited, but I want to know: Are we going to get two other alternative Peters? Because you know we've we've got uh, we've got promise, but. I hope it's not something that they cheap out and just go, well, because it's an alternative universe and the spell is such. Anytime that they look at the current Peter Parker, they see the Peter Parker that their their universe sees. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that would kinda, be. Yeah. I kind of thought that too. Like if they do like a quantum leap kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. And I hope they don't do that because it's going to super cheap out the movie. But. They could also do it in a way where Tom Holland doesn't know that they've been filming. Um, so, like, the scenes where Peter's looking at, at the uh, the guys, we see Peter. But then when the guys are looking back at Peter, they're seeing Toby and, and stuff like that. So we may actually see them. I hope we get to see all three interact together. I think it would be, like, the biggest deal. Yeah. And I mean, if 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 we've seen anything, the, the uh, trailers themselves, I mean, they've, They've in one day alone they've garnered more views than Endgame or uh, Endgame or the uh, the first episode, not the final Endgame, um, mm-hmm. but Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. So I I really and truly hope Sony understands the pull, and I hope that uh, for the sake of fans, Tom Holland has just been perfectly quiet about things because he's he's got this knack of just spilling the beans yeah <laughs> you know it'd be, um, it'd be funny if they make him do all the work and then they just cg in toby's face and andrew garfield's and then <laughs> yeah don't do that either because i mean there's there's been there's been talk where um the suit that that peter's wearing when he's on the top of the car is the same suit that toby was wearing um, when he went to go see um, uh, his girlfriend at mm-hmm. the play, you remember that yeah. blue suit and stuff. Oh, so they're sure. not sure. That's where they're thinking like it's a quantum leap kind of thing, but they're not sure, or if it's just an homage to the Toby Maguire version. There's, yeah, that would be that would be I, really I just, interesting. Yeah, I've I'm never heard that. Really disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, really disappointed if that's the route that they go. I mean, in a way, it's um, kind of a unique turn on the multiverse because we just got into the Spider Verse. So, you know, would it be too familiar, or if they do this? But yeah, I see, I see good and bad about it. It'd be yeah. really unique way to film the movie. So, <laughs> there's one thing that was pointed out that when you see Doc Ock's um, like arms, they're red, and so when they were red in the Raimi film, that meant they were in control. So a lot of people think maybe yeah. it's just his corpse reanimated. Yeah. Basically it's not him anymore. It's just these arms. So I was like, Oh wow, that's good. That's good. It's a good catch there. I don't know if that's well, true, I think, but I think too, like when it in the second Raimi film, when he's sinking down mm-hmm. into the river, I think like right before, he kind of disappears out of view. Don't the arms turn red? Maybe. I, it's been a while. Something like that. I think. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think that was like something that was 
said too is like maybe they took over and dragged him out of the river or something but well and wouldn't that be interesting way for him to enter this film like how he came out of the water it looks like anyway like like he basically sank into this universe i don't know that would be really trippy but kind of cool like an upside down world type of thing i mean this movie's gonna go all over the place uh Doctor Strange, I was like, man, this is totally reckless. Why would he cast a spell like this? But when it went berserk, though, I thought maybe that's the exact time Loki's finale happened and WandaVision's finale happened, and that's what made it just go haywire. And there's, granted, there's like all kinds of, you know, anytime a trailer like this comes out, there's all kinds of fan theories. Oh, yeah. there's uh, there's also a theory that it's not actually Doctor Strange, but it's Mephisto. Okay. Um, Holy shit! This, uh, yeah. Because this, uh, the whole premise of this, you know, like Peter, like trying to get his, you know, reveal of his face magicked away. Yeah. Kind of uh, parallels to One More Day in the comics. Okay. Where he where he had done the same thing. Um, around civil war time he had uh, revealed his identity to the public and it caused aunt may to get shot by an assassin oh, wow. so he went to you know went to all these people to like help him fix it and mephisto was like yeah i can fix it for you but you need to give me your marriage or something like that and it like totally like reset the status quo of the <laughs> comics for a while there but um wow i i could see that kind of being it too i don't know um but I don't know if they're going to go that cheap with it. You know. Oh I mean? man, that's that's a stretch. Like, what if? Yeah, what if? Um, what was the last one? Far from home, right? That was the last yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. What if? What if that whole ending was he's like in some virtual reality simulator? Mephisto put See? him in, or Mysterio. I'm thinking of Mysterio. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mephisto's that, that's different. What I was kind of thinking too. Is that like maybe, you know, this is an illusion or something or right. a hallucination? Similar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because something does appear to be off, and his his quarters are all like frozen over. I don't know. It just feels like really reckless. Like, why the hell would he do this? But I'm sure it'll be explained better. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of theories out there. A lot of people think when Peter's getting questioned, you see Matt Murdock's arm with the documents at the table because that's a big theory yeah. that he's going to be his attorney, which would be awesome i don't even need to see him in a suit just show me matt murdoch lawyer like that would be awesome yeah that would be so freaking cool just to acknowledge that existed looks great i'm excited i'm pretty confident we're gonna get all those spider-men in it um you have to do that you just have to especially when you're bringing in jamie fox as electro and alfred Molina as uh doc ock and William Defoe, perhaps it could be, and it could be a um, misdirect too. Like, yeah, it could be his his buddy. Who knows? Um, yeah, looks exciting. Looks exciting. Last but not least, I uh, I'm gonna review Free Guy, which has been out for a while now. It was a huge hit. It's already getting a sequel. Um, this stars Ryan Reynolds, Jody Comer, uh, Taika Waititi, and Joe Keery. He's uh, he played Steve in Stranger Things. For those who don't know, um, this is also directed by Sean Levy, who produce, produces Stranger Things. Uh, screenplays by Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn. Uh, Lieberman, he wrote the Adams Family animated movie, uh, Scoob, and The Christmas Chronicles. I know those are very kid-friendly films, um, but yeah, the <laughs> this film is, uh, you know, it's pretty, um, it's kind of family, it's kind of a family film, but it, it gets raunchy too, so... Kind of teeters on on the edge there, if you will. And then uh, Zach Penn, he did Ready Player One, The Avengers, Incredible Hulk, X-Men United, so X2. So yeah, pretty solid writers for this film. And for those who don't know, it's about a bank teller who discovers that he's a NPC inside a, a brutal open world video game. Um, really cool concept. I really enjoyed this film. It was really worth seeing in the, in the theaters. It lives up to the hype it's getting. And Ryan Reynolds knocked it out of the park. You know, I was hesitant because, you know, he can be himself a lot. 
But yeah, this movie really surprised me in a lot of parts. I'm not going to to spoil it this time. But yeah, I'll just say one of the characters had a bigger role than I could imagine. Yeah, great effects. The characters were awesome. The writing was fantastic. You believed the world. And it had some surprising cameos in it. It's owned by Disney. So Disney bought Fox a couple years back. And they rebranded 20th Century Studios. So that's where Free Guy is coming from. And uh, like the Kingsman, that's coming from that studio. So, you know, we've asked this question before in the past. You know, how can Disney do dead pool three and other darker characters this might be the way for them to do it through their 20th century studios because these films are pg-13 rated r type of movies so that could be the answer right there but yeah really enjoyed it i really and i liked ready player one i don't know if you guys ever saw ready player one but it's very similar in a way to that you know how people plug into the world and you know unplug did you guys like ready player one movies like this I did, but it was, I liked it more for, I guess, the, like, pop culture references and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was a little, um, it was a little preach, kind of like preachy or whatever, but I, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. Yeah. You know, I like, I did like it. I like the concept of it. I like the, this kind of concept of like, you know, looking deeper into like virtual worlds and stuff like that. It's kind of cool to me. So, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm actually going to see it this weekend. Um, nice. Labor Day weekend. So. Yeah, you won't be disappointed, uh, especially for yeah. gamers out there. They'll they'll talk lingo that you'll you'll pick up on instantly, and the way the world yeah, works. Yeah. Well, and there's uh, there's a couple of uh, gaming YouTubers that are that make cameos in the film. So. Right. That's that's kind of the part of it too. Like they're they're one of the big reasons why I got into doing what I do. But you know, so it'll be kind of cool to see that too. Well, yeah, it's just neat because, like, when you're in the world, everyone looks real. And then when people come out of the world, they can see the... They just look like, you know, video game graphics to us. But it's really a cool uh, twist there. I almost think this this film captured the world better than Ready Player One, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it didn't have to rely on a lot of pop culture references, I don't think. It just you know relied on kind of like neo in a way um but you know um like he just had no idea this world existed and there's a lot of cool scenes in it uh like i said the effects are great the relationships with the characters is is awesome it's like it's like the lego movie in a way as well how you know that one character keeps living day after day exactly the same and then it's almost exactly like the lego movie actually (laughs) thinking about it because you have this person that comes into his life and just changes things. He sees things differently. So, yeah, it's really similar to that, actually. It's like, yeah, I'll say that. It's like the Lego movie and Ready Player One had a baby. This is your film. And, yeah, it's very solid. I'm I'm nervous about where it's going to go for sequels. Because I could really ruin this. This is just good on its own. But, yeah, they did set it up for sequels. So, it's not total far-fetched idea there are like i said a lot of cool cameos in this i'm not going to give them away there's also let's say relics from other films because you know disney owns fox now there's certain things they're able to use yeah so that's all i'm going to say about that uh really really cool yeah i don't want to give it away i i do but i don't and there's a really excellent cameo that um yeah, I think everyone will just lose their heads over. But yeah, this is a movie you want to definitely, you know, focus your attention on. There's so much to take in. It probably requires multiple viewings. I'm going to wait till it comes out, and then I'll overanalyze the hell out of it, probably. It really turned out well, and it, it went beyond my expectations. So yeah, I'm sure, Bill, you'll you'll enjoy it. It'll be, it'll be worth it. And yeah, Mitch, if you, uh, if you ever go to the theater or have time, definitely go see this. It's, it's, worth, it's worth seeing. A lot of clever jokes and um, yeah, again, just fantastic writing. Solid film. Uh, it'll probably win a MTV MTV Movie Award. So for whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> with that said, that's that's all I have, guys. Uh, anything else before we go? I don't have anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Okay. Well, until next time, we'll be back. I'm Josh. 
I'm Mitch. And I'm Bill. Take care.